Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Case, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Welcome to the show, everybody. Well, it's go time, James. I'm not going to ask you that question anymore because you kept getting it wrong. Well, you know what? It's not my fault. You keep asking difficult questions that I just am not prepared for. Yeah. Well, let's 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 prep this show right now. Then uh, we're going to talk a little NBA. They approved the season starting on December 22nd. Hockey's got some uh, things in the in the cauldron, so to speak. That uh, they got some ideas of their own. Uh, we could talk about some matchups in the NBA for Christmas, right? Uh, talk about some NFL, you know, fans in the stands. You mentioned uh, earlier before we got on about Gillette and what they're trying to do there or what they're not trying to do uh, to kind of reset this thing with uh, trying to limit the uh, fans and COVID and the spread and all that great stuff. So, but uh, without further ado, let's get this show rolling on this wonderful, wonderful November Thursday. Hello and welcome again, everybody. Here we are. James, where do you want to go? What do you want to stop? T- start talking about? Well, do you want to go hockey or? Let's do NBA. Like NBA. I always feel like we have some good NBA conversation because I just know just enough NBA conversation to actually have a good conversation. Ooh. And your, your hockey needs to get a little better. You got to spend some time with Pete. You got to spend some time with Emma. You got to get your hockey knowledge up there so we actually have some better discussions about the NHL and hockey in general. But again, that is some homework. We got plenty of time. 
season for the NHL doesn't start until January, supposedly. You you but are my really, hockey guy. I learned from the show from you, actually. That's... Then you need to do a little homework, <laughs> you know, a little bit more. Um, I only can hold your hand so far in the conversation. Uh, I would tell you to listen to like sports talk out of Boston, but God forbid they talk about hockey and sports talk. So, you know, um, exactly. it just shows that it is truly. Exactly. My, my sentiments. Exactly. <laughs> I, I will sentiment that. No problem. <laughs> uh, and don't forget kitties. If you're listening to this, the Bruins have been to more finals than the Celtics have been in the last 20 years. So just saying. But they have the same championship count, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about NBA. Uh, I think a lot of lot of movements coming out of the NBA recently. Uh, and the big thing is the Board of Governors uh, approved the 72-game season and with a uh, start date of December 22nd. So yeah. a little over a month. Um, Which is, for me as an NBA too... fan, super excited. This is great. That was my question. But do you think it's too soon? No. Your season just ended in October. Well, okay, so I'm going to say it from the perspective of I hate LeBron, so I'm all for it because I hope his knees fail him in the first month and he can't fall, uh, finish the season, so that would be awesome because he's the old guy that can't that can't play, I guess. <laughs> no, uh, I guess as far as all the playoff teams and stuff like that, yeah, I guess it's a, it is a quick start. But, again, you still had uh, 25% of the league – at home since March. So there's a lot of rested uh, players more than, or not actually more, but enough that a third of the NBA didn't even get to go to the bubble. So, you know, like some of the, I know they're the crappier teams for sure, but you know, you'll still have some healthy, they're waiting to get out there too. So you got to think about those players as well. Uh, also. Um, and I guess there was a whole money grab too, with the owners about, if they don't start late, tons of money gets lost and the players make 40% less of what they would. So there was a player stake too there that if they did start later, they would be financially impacted. So I think they chose money over, over, over health and as far as like, you know, a shortened rest period. But, uh, I think, uh, everything prevailed and I think they're, they're doing the right thing, but, uh, you know, we'll get into other conversation about the whole COVID thing because they want to get fans in the stands as well to kind of help with the revenue offsets and all that stuff. But I don't know how well that's going to go over because we're, we're starting to see NFL kind of living it and college football, like really getting affected by just trying to have What's fans in the stands on, yeah. or, 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 or even just trying to play the sport. So, well, and, and for me, and, and like I said, I'm, I'm not against it. Like I said, you, you know, this, all this time is right now is the dead time when you get like in the middle of summer when you only have one sport going. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's too fast. I, I think that, you know, uh, you know, you, you, some teams had 285 days off. So 285 days off since when the season stopped back in March to when, you know, the games will commence in the summer. Uh, again, that's some good for some teams. The Warriors are going to come back and probably, you know, be one of the better teams in the Western Conference, oh, yeah. which is fantastic right the for game. the Western Conference. Right out of the but game. again, I, I just, I just feel like you're not giving some of these players, again, your star players, because the league is a star-driven league, time to get better. Because it feels like I, free, agent, free agency hasn't even started yet, or the draft. So you're literally going to have the draft and free agency happen less than a month. Super accelerated. Then, the draft is actually next Thursday. 
or the 18th, Wednesday, I think. Next Wednesday. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's right Wednesday, around the corner. From, a week from our recording. Yeah. So it's right around the corner. Obviously, I think the trade and free agency is all, or all, I'm not trade, but free agency is all going to be accelerated, which from now until the season starts, it's going to be super fun. Now, again, I haven't gotten too into, into the weeds about uh, how are they, you know, when does training camp start? When does, I mean, you're going to see some crazy, not great basketball, I would assume, in the first You're thirty not days. Good basketball, probably until January or February. Exactly, which is which is okay, I guess. They're going to treat every team's probably going to treat, except the teams that have been off, which are the worst teams. Uh, the first ten games, so for the first month, as training camp, you know, like trying things and resting, and but isn't that when the NBA is going to be? focus the most on some of these games like you have christmas day coming up you have the, 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 they are going to have a christmas day slate on the networks of abc and and, and and tnt and stuff i mean this always goes down to the argument between money and play and and it, and it always will happen with it and i get it and we're in a capitalist society and again this is not a political rant but like guys it's okay to take a break and let the, let a normal season happen it's one of those things where you could start in January, February and have a condensed season and then finish when you're supposed to normally finish and then start the season in 2021 where it's supposed to start. You, your, your ratings for the playoffs this past year when you had a summer, basically to yourself, religiously, you had the summer to yourself. Yeah, you had the NHL, you had baseball, but the NBA should have, you know, was, was the star attraction. Their ratings were terrible. Terrible. We don't know if it was due to the protests um, or if it was due to election um, of the, not, 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 not really the election at that time, but like summer being just summer and you're out and everything was starting to reopen after the pandemic, the first wave of the pandemic, you know, what was going on. But for me, I, I just feel like with the NBA, you don't need to rush to bring the season back. You don't. You're the only, because even college basketball isn't going to start on time. So it's not like you're running up against college basketball as they're getting ready to start. No, they're delaying their season start as well because they can't get the virus under control on universities and campuses. How are they going to do it normally? And you're seeing that, like you said, in college football. They can't even get it done in college football. Like, yeah. it's nothing. You're not in a rush. Yes, you have product. You want people. People want to consume the NBA. But there's nothing wrong with waiting. Wait till it's right because you don't want to shut down the season midway through the season again. Because if it gets bad, which everybody keeps telling it's going to be, you're going to start the season and then you're going to abruptly shutter it if you have one or two or three cities that you can't go to. Like, so we go back to Toronto. You have a Canadian team where the border is closed. So where's Toronto playing? Yeah, they're they're probably going to have to play in a mid-market area, like Nashville or something like that. So, well, that would be good to see if you have, can you have a draw in Nashville, but you're not going to have anybody in the arenas. Like, I just, I just don't think it's, I just don't think at this moment in time, it's good for the, 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 the NBA to be spearheading to get done by Christmas. Have a proper off season. If you have an abbreviated season after the new year, that's fine. But the one thing I would say, if I was making the NBA, I was, if, if I was, um, is it Dave Silver? No. Adam Silver. Adam Silver. David Stern was. There we go. If I was Adam Silver, I listen to the players and be like, guys, we, we're going to tell the, tell the owners, we're having a truncated season. We're only going to play 50 games. 
and we're going to start after the new year. So that gives you your draft, you have your free agent period, and then you can have training camp in December so you can go through the quarantines, you can go through the testing, you can do all that stuff that you did so well in Disney and see if you can implement it in 32 arenas around the country because that's what you're going to have to do. You can't you can't do a bubble for 32 teams. It won't work. So I just I feel like the almighty dollar is pushing them to make a bad bad choice. I want the NBA to come back. I like watching on Christmas Day. I love watching the Celtics and playing Christmas Day. It's one of those, like, you get to watch because they've been good and they're getting better and we'll see what happens. But I just I just don't think it's going to be a good product. And if that's the product they want to put out there, it's going to be bad, and I think you're going to turn people off. Yeah, so it, completely, uh, obviously, on both sides, uh, it is a, it's, it's all money. Like you said, it's all about <clears throat> the almighty dollar. Uh, I think... I've heard numbers anywhere from if they would have shortened the season, the owners would have been losing up to 500 to $1 billion, uh, just dropping 20 or 250 games. Also, the players' salaries would be cut by 40%. So both sides are getting affected if you do that. And I think that's where they were like, no thanks. Like, let's just press on. And I think that's what they agreed on because, like you just said, it's money. Not health right now. Not it's not COVID. That's for sure. Nobody's worried about that. It doesn't seem like yeah, they're worried about. Let's just make sure we get their revenue right. Let's make sure we get the commercial. Let's let's make sure we get fans in the stands and all that stuff and try to do the proper thing. But if you're looking at the experiment of NFL and college football right now as what they're trying to do, and overall, I would call it a success, but with a ton of hiccups and a ton of scheduling problems and a ton of just like headaches. Like I, I don't know if you saw it last week. Last Saturday, I only saw a very snapshot. And again, this I did you watch the Clemson Notre Dame football game? Was it Clemson? The, yeah, on Saturday night. And Notre Dame wins in overtime. Holy crap. The, there's fans in the stands, right? And they, they go nuts. And what do they do? They start on the field. They run on the field. And I'm like, whoa. Look at this. It's Indiana. Hot, not that it's a hotbed. I, I have no idea. I'm not looking at a map as far as COVID. But I'm like, what is this? The optics were horrible. And you see that all the time with NFL games. It's like the smart programmers, CBS, Fox. They're not showing the fans. Or at the end of the game, just don't. I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers go walk and shake the hands of the linemen, you know, the defensive linemen. Because I don't care about that. Especially now, because the optics are bad when they're doing it, even with masks on. Just shut it off. Go to the guys in the booth and start talking to them. Because the more the kids and other people get to see that interaction happening, they're like, "Well, look, you know, there's I'm I'm watching it. Why can't I do that? Like, I don't know. That's well, these are the hurdles that for me it's for me it's also look at the bigger media markets out there: New York, Boston, Los Angeles, Chicago. Right? Those are the bigger media markets out there. With the the in San Francisco with Golden State. None of those places are going to have fans. Like, why does it matter? Yeah. No one's going to the gardens this year. No one's going to Madison Square Garden. No one's going to the to Staples Center. Nothing's going to happen. You, you could, they're not allowing it. The governments will not allow it. So why is this big rush to get people into these arenas? You're a multi, these owners are multi-billionaires, half of them. Guys, like, it's okay. Like, for the first time in a while, like... And, and, and for me, it's like when you look what they did for the bubble in Disney, it was like, wow, that was thought out. That was took time. They, they listened to the players. They listened to their owners. They made a plan that worked. And now they're like, well, we're not, that worked once. We're just going to, fuck it. We're going to move forward with the schedule. Like, no, dude, like you did, 
You were the envy. You were the NHL were the envy of the of yeah, the no, league. It was, like of, they did it right. It's just they. I guess in the end, when they when they backed away for what the money they put in, they they didn't get the return based on ratings and 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 losing sponsorships and commercials and what what have you. And I don't know. Maybe they were just like, we can't do that again <laughs> for whatever. Do you know reason. how weird it's going to be watching a Celtics game in an empty garden? At least Disney, it's, it was like in a ballroom. Like, it wasn't even like a full arena. You're right. Watching football is weird. I mean, it's just, you know, with empty stadiums. Like, uh, the Monday night game, I was just like, this is just still super weird. It's I can't imagine actually being a player and actually just looking around, no fans, no sound, and, like, getting to hear everything that's going on. It's just, because, I mean, you hear the piping noise, but that ain't, that's not. But also, the other thing, too, it's, those are open air stadiums, so the noise isn't going to carry as much. You're going to be in a closed off arena, like <laughs> Huge. unless they're putting up echoing, unless they're putting up like a dome know, over there, like soundproofing like baffles or something like that that absorbs some of that noise. And then with you, I just think it's going to be a bad product to start off with. Like guys, wait till the NFL is in the playoffs. Like then it's yours. Then you have the calendar. You know, Major League Baseball isn't going to get. They're going to stumble out of the gates. You know, you know the NHL. You ha- you destroy the NHL in ratings anyway, dude. Just wait till wait till football's done. Wait till they're in their playoffs, and then you have full control of the sports calendar, other than Thursdays, uh, Saturdays, and Sundays until after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, it just it just it just for me, it's just stupid. It's just dumb, and it's just like they can't get out of their own way. These owners and the players just can't get out of their own. So, if that's what they want to do, great, awesome. I don't support it. I know the one little me in Albany, New York, who's not going to watch the NBA, curse you, is going to bring down the the mighty giant. No, like, who cares? But, you know, it'll be good to put basketball back on there. So, with that, Christmas Day is their day, just like Thanksgiving is football. Um, what are your matchups? What would you like to see on Christmas Day? So what do they have, like four games, three games? What do they do? They have six games now. Six? So this is going to be very hard to hard to kind of figure out. Because I really well, think... Well, don't forget, it would, it would technically be the second game of the season for the majority of the team. Yeah, so again, I think what's going to happen is a lot of regional play early. Uh, I don't think they're... It's not like you're going to see Miami play, you know, like Miami play the Lake. Lakers. As you're not, not going to get that matchup right off the bat. No, I, I, I think it's going to be all regional based. So if you're going to go in that regard, because what I would love to say, one of the games I really want to see is you mentioned it before Golden State and Brooklyn, because those are going to be my sleeper picks for the finals. And I'm saying it now because I just you, think you couldn't wait for an NBA preview. In no, not at all. Not at all. I mean, I I'll, 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 I'll hammer it home then, but, uh, I just think that, uh, you mentioned it before that team, you know, golden state coming back healthy, a lot of time off. They're going to be fresh, ready to go. You got Dur- Durant coming back. Finally off his huge layoff. He's going to be kind of ready to go. New team. They're doing a lot of things. New coach, Steve Nash. I'm telling you, that those are my picks now. Uh, but with that said, I think uh, I would love to see Brooklyn versus Celtics, right? You know, because that's right in the division, right there. Um, the Sixers have been making a ton of moves too. With getting Maury from Houston, they're trying to push to get Harden up there or some other player. Uh, they have tons of guys that got to trade around if they really need to. So they're they're going to be, I think, 
now with the coaching and getting Maury there, Doc Rivers, I don't know. I might even put them a leg over the Miami. Again, we'll, we'll talk more about this later. But again, let's let's put those two together too. I know that's not as far as regional wise, but uh, if, if if in a perfect world, fine. Miami versus the Sixers, Brooklyn Celtics. Um, at least that's two games. Now you go out west. Uh, it's Golden State, LA. Let's just let's watch that right away. Uh, and then let's get some of the young teams. The Suns had a hell of a push in the bubble. Uh, gosh, I could see them play anybody. I'm trying to think of another like maybe Memphis. That would be pretty cool because they were they were the ones kind of fighting for it at the end. So that'd be a fun game. Smaller market teams get some play on Christmas Day. Obviously, any Denver, Utah, because they're very similar and they're right next to each other. So why don't you throw them in the mix and get more in the in the, in the mountain region? And then I'm trying to think of the other East Coast game that's kind of mid market. Um, well, I would figure you'd have to. It, I always feel like so. Yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Celtics, which I think is going to be the matchup. Yeah, I think you're going to have. 76ers Miami. I think there's a very, very good matchup. I wouldn't be surprised if you get like a garbage like Knicks what Wizards or like oh, that would be the worst. Or like Pacers. No, it'd probably be like Pacers Bulls or Pacers somebody. Like because Pacers were in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Um or I mean the Pacers Toronto, maybe, something like that. Yeah, like you mentioned, you're, you're Tor- like- Toronto needs to probably play somewhere, right? But uh I don't know. Toronto's not a huge I don't Again, I'm just kind of getting out there, but are there going to be another huge draw? I mean, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. But, but uh, like you, you can have Toronto play like the Knicks, and at least you got the New York market taken care of. Like even though you have Brooklyn, it's Brooklyn. It's not the Knicks. Um, but I'm with you. I think you're going to see. I don't think it's going to be the Battle of LA. I don't think that would be. I think that would not be Christmas Day. I think you're going to have Golden State Lakers. As one of the, or, as the or, prime like you said, or it's Clippers, Golden State. I don't know what those three teams could even uh, obviously play. It could be Clippers, Suns uh, instead of Memphis. I, was saying, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Denver, Dallas. Oh yeah, Luca's got to play on that day. You're right. I mean, it's, it's just one of those things. They trying to think regionally and how it's all going to kind of make you, sense. And then if the CP3 trade goes through, he's in Phoenix, so you could see the Suns play the Clippers or something like that. Yeah, but. That makes sense. Yeah, no, I, Clippers, Suns, I mean, Golden State, LA, Lakers, and then you have. There's never a blowout in those seat games either. I feel like they they're always somewhat close, unless you're the Celtics uh, Bulls from like two or three years ago <laughs> when the Celtics just blew them out of the building. Yeah, and, and like I said, Celtics. I remember watching that game with you, and you were just like, "How are they up by now?" They're like like twenty two, and it was just like the third quarter, and I'm just like, <laughs> "What do we watch now?" Yeah. Oh, I guess we'll open presents or something, <laughs> or eat dinner. I don't know. <laughs> Have another beer. <laughs> there we go. Oh, what? When's, when's the, Pat, Pete, when's dinner going to be ready? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Let's keep watching this train wreck. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, and I mean, I know we didn't even do it in the soft start, but uh, the, w- we could probably get into it later because we should go to hockey talk. But the Masters is coming around the corner, too. Are you Are you going to be big into that? Or yeah. <laughs> no, it's not April. Like, I'm sorry. Masters is April. Like, I, it's for me, there are certain events on the sports calendar that should not be touched. Masters is always April. It's always May. It's just, it's that's when it is. So having it this weekend, it just doesn't look the same. Like it just visually looking, it looks gray. Like it just doesn't look the same. Yeah. And that's, 
even in April, when I do watch the Masters, you know, I understand it's a very uh, historic, major, great. I'm actually there, and I'm sure a lot of people, because I mean, I I watch enough golf, if not the third most, definitely more than hockey. <laughs> but uh, I would always watch I know cricket. I know you watch more cricket than you do hockey. Yeah, I watch more lacrosse than I do hockey for sure. <laughs> so, um, getting off point here. I'm watching the course. So that is pretty much only my draw because it always is. Like, I know the players is going to be great, but I, I, I can wait till Sunday. That's fine. But I love seeing on the screen and seeing the beautiful greens, the colors. So I'm, that's probably my only interest. I am the guy that's like, all right, cool. But I'll, I'll watch on Sunday for probably the last few hours. Just got to see where everything's shaking out. That's kind of it. So I'm not going to be waiting on Thursday, you know, going, oh, this is exhilarating. You know, like I'm not taking any time off. It's not the NCAA tournament in my book, you know, or when those Thursdays come around, I'm kind of like, I might even take time off, you know, like and watch basketball. But uh, no, I know it's, you know, it's around the corner. We can kind of move right along to hockey talk. But uh, no, I guess I just want to see the course. I want to see what it's going to look like because it's beautiful. I love everything about it. The way the camera, they they just know what they're doing. It's it's art, you know, in my mind. I I like seeing. Yeah, the... my uh, my buddy Bobby went to the Masters a couple of years ago. Oh, nice. And they were saying they build in like everybody's like you don't see like concessions, you don't see bathrooms, you don't see any of that stuff because it's built to be hidden. They build them to be hidden by the cameras. Oh wow, it's crazy. It's you know, it's the craziest thing ever. Uh, but yeah, no, I know every, I, for a while I was doing the, the, the lottery. Like you ever, you can go into the lottery and just get tickets to go to the masters. Oh yeah. It's like a, it's a lottery based system. You just got to put your name in and you can then buy tickets and stuff. So, but for me, it's like I said, it's, <laughs> excuse me. Um, for me, it's always going to be April spring is right around the corner. And when spring's right around the corner, Easter, it's, it's master season on CB. Yes. Well, I guess Sunday's going to be a fun day. You know, you're going to have final round. It's you, you'll get to the time. I'll probably sure be flipping back and forth and still watching some football. So that's kind of cool, you know, in that regard. So you'll you'll have a busy, busy Sunday sports day. That's nothing wrong with that. In a late night game for the Pats, <laughs> which they don't deserve at all. Uh, we'll get into that later, I'm sure. But uh, I literally thought they were going to flex that game out. I thought they were going to flex that game out. Which one? This week, Sunday. Or okay. Whoa, sorry, hot mic. <coughs> Where'd you go? What are you doing? Where'd you go? No, sorry. I'm here. Don't you worry about it, Che. Um, yeah, no, but like with that, you know, the NBA, or the NHL too has released their um their re- restarting plans, um, or at least the the the, the rough framework of it. So back at the NHL draft last month, they announced that the season wasn't going to start until at least January 1st. Um, and that the Winter Classic and the All-Star Game were all being uh, postponed uh, due to COVID. I'm okay with that. But again, so it got really kind of released today in kind of some discussion points or talking points for the NHL press. that They want to do a regionalized bubble system again, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um you know, more, more bubbles, not just two. There's going to be yeah, more bubbles. Each region is going to have be... one. Like Canada will have their own. Yeah, yeah. There's talk of just having the Canadian teams play the Canadian yeah. teams, just because they don't want to deal with the the border control sure. issue and that. Kind of that. 
and then kind of centralize, you know, West, Central, Mountain, Atlantic. Yes, I, just have I saw the map. Play. I saw how it kind of broke out, that they were just reorg of the divisions, so to speak. Yeah, and then, just, and then, then they're just going to play within those divisions. And then yeah, and basketball will have something very similar. Like, I don't think you're going to see a lot of... You're not going to see Lakers, Celtics, Lakers, Clippers this year. So, but for me, like I said, I'm not like, but that's how the initial used to be. They only had six teams, like the same six teams play each other for every year. Like, are they going to do, are they going to do it similar to basketball in a sense that I think they're also trying to do it like baseball where they go to Denver and play like two games to get it done and not have to travel back like two I think later. they've I think one of the things they were saying was they were going to play like a week or two of games straight and then they would have like a week off. Oh cool. And then have player two weeks and then have a week off. Have play two weeks have a week off. like just to kind of like keep it like people like quarantining if possible, building in time for scheduling changes and stuff like that. Um but like I said we'll know more. The NHL again is very cautious. They had like an 18 point plan for their bubble system for the playoffs which again zero confirmed cases um from them for their playoff bubble so that's that was fantastic so mm-hmm. i mean if that's the case and the Bruins are playing the same six seven eight teams i'm okay with that like i said it's some hockey yes it's, um, and it's gonna be good hockey too like especially in the northeast or what you know who who's who's there. yeah you're gonna have the rangers who are gonna better you're gonna have the bruins who are good you're not gonna have tampa bay which would be fucking fantastic but you're, you you're gonna islanders have, you know, Islanders, the Sabers, the Billy, Flyers, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing what other new things they have. But I think for them and both the NBA too is they need to have a real season this year where they end when they're supposed to end. Yes. So, so when they the can preserve. They can preserve the a 20, real schedule. Twenty-one season. I mean, and that's what the NBA is trying to do too, and not lose. Players don't want to lose money, and neither does the owners. I don't know how they're going to recoup it all if they can't get fans in the stands, but it's well, we'll see. Not, my, you know. not my problem. Right, James? Not, nope. <laughs> we're, not hey, here, that, we're not here to fix those problems. We're just like, all right, I guess we'll watch when we want and go from there. So with that hey, said, we, we you just did a whole, uh, I, I, I kind of projected into what, what I thought hockey or basketball was going to look like. What, what about you? Do uh, you have any particular favorites other i'm sure your bruins are still number one in your mind but uh what do you what do you think uh with this new reorg you think anything um, is going to be well, I, well the good thing about like the nhl they've always done the one through eight and they've always reseeded so which i think the nba needs to do moving forward is just the one through eight and not you know you know there shouldn't be some team shouldn't be a home team in the NBA. Um, but, um, you know, I, I think Tampa Bay is still the team to beat. Uh, okay. They're 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 just, you know, stand close back. They'll be unbelievably great. Um, now, as far Bruins, as the division that they will be in, are they going to be like a juggernaut there and just produce oh, some crazy I mean, the, No numbers? matter where Tampa Bay is, it's going to be ridiculous. Because they don't um, have to now go all the way up north to play Philly and to play. No, they'll play. They'll play Florida, which will give them some pro. The, 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 good, good, yeah, play Florida. They'll play Nashville. They'll probably play DC. Columbus, um, maybe. I don't know. Is that part of the central? Yeah, I, like I said, I, when they release the realignment, that's going to be the real question because there's so many teams in the Northeast. But if you're taking away the Canadian market, there you then only have the Bruins, Sabers, and then you have the New York area down to Philly and out to Detroit. Yeah. So it really depends where they make those lines, um, because down south there's not a lot of southern teams. You have Dallas, you have Nashville, you have Tampa Bay, you have Florida. 
um, in UMTC. So that could be a conference. It's just a small conference. Carolina. But again, Did you those, say Carolina? You know, oh, Carolina. So sorry, I could, you mean the Whalers? Um, Whalers in my heart. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, Dallas was in the finals last year against Tampa. So that's a good team. You have Dallas, Tampa who won the finals yeah. last year. You have the Florida who made an unbelievable push for the finals last year. You have Carolina who was in the finals, who was in the playoffs last year. Nashville was in the playoffs last year. These Washington Capitals, they were in the playoffs last year. They're they're two years removed from their cup. So I mean, you know, St. Louis, you might have St. Louis in there who won the cup two years ago. They're going to be good with the addition of Tory Krug. Like, who knows? Like, mm-hmm. so you're you're very curious to see what the realignment is going to look like and see how they do it. Um, but who knows? We won't know. But like I said, for me, my early prediction is I think Las Vegas is going to be a force out west. Okay. I think the Avalanche is just going to get better. I think the Oilers are just going to keep getting better. Um, you know, hopefully Calgary can get whatever stick out of their ass there was. Yeah, I was like, what about up they, north? How do you feel about how that's going to shake out? They're just going to keep seeing each other all the time, stay up in Canada and play each other? Like, Well, you know, uh the Oilers were awesome. You know, they just they faded down the stretch, which was really depressing. That's two years, three years in a row they faded down the stretch mm-hmm. in the playoffs, which just sucks. You know, Vancouver looked good. They're young. They're young. They're hungry. You know, they could be they could be good. Um, you know, Calgary looked really well again. Johnny Jagro, they they're just scoring just dried up when they needed the most. And then you look at what East, and then you look at Toronto, Montreal, and Ottawa. You know, Ottawa is a fucking joke. So I'm not, you know, they're just in constant rebuild mode. But like Montreal, let's see what Montreal looks like. They got young. They they made some good acquisitions. You know, let's see. If, you know, they they made a strong push um, to get into. The, they actually made the playoffs after they did that little play-in tournament. You know, they got hot at the right moment. Um, and then Toronto. Toronto is the biggest question mark for me in the NHL. You have all this talent in Toronto, and they just can't get over the hump because they keep playing the Bruins every year, <laughs> and they just get beat. It's just the Bruins are just in their head, and I don't know. I feel bad for Leafs fans because how many times have the Leafs fans been up against the Bruins and the Bruins win it in Game Seven? Um, but like I said, in, in, it must in, be in the gonna it must be in the water. The Toronto Raptors had a long haul to get where they needed to go two years ago, so they, so, they had a lot of. Man, yeah. At least the Raptors were, you know, one series. They haven't won a series since the mid nineties. Ouch. Um, that's the problem. That's the problem with the Toronto. They haven't even won a freaking series. Um, but it just, you know, and and I think if they don't, if they don't get, if they don't make it to the next round of the playoffs this year, I, you have a lot of talent. You have a lot of money in that team. You're gonna something's gonna break. Either they're gonna trade off pieces or they're gonna not, you know, whatever. Between Austin Mount, uh, Austin Matthews, you have John Tavares. You just got Joe Thornton this year for you know a veteran minimum, you know, the kind of booster that yeah. leadership. Um, who knows? I just, I just, I just can't believe that I'm stumbling away. They haven't done anything, so you know we'll see. I, and that's the one thing about the NHL is any team can win it realistically. And once it gets to the playoffs, it's a completely different animal. You know, no one gave Dallas a hint that they were going to go to the finals and they did. And they went six games with the lightning. So um, we'll see what happens. And, you know, for me, it's just, you know, I'm waiting for the season to start up and, you know, kind of go from there. Nice. Yeah. Not a lot of parody, right. In the uh, NHL always seem to have new names, new names coming in. Like Vegas kind of came out of nowhere a few years ago. And... No, the, 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 no, there is a lot of parody in the NHL. You muted. 
there there is a lot of parody. You want parody. Oh, sorry. Yes, because things names are always changing, and then yeah, locations it, I didn't even come. know about would be coming in, and like like you said, the Nashvilles, the Columbus, like all these teams were like, wait, they're in the playoffs? Like they're well, you they're making they're making noise like. We've had this conversation before. How many times have we thought the NBA is the first two rounds of the NBA playoffs are a joke? Like, just give me the conference finals and the finals. Yeah. Like, it's you could literally have the, the top four teams in each conference play each other, and that's your playoffs. Because you know no one out of the seeds five, five, five through eight are going to make it and make it competitive. Like, it's just what it is. But you always see, like, an eight seed upset a one seed or a whatever happened pretty – frequently in the nhl so yeah so i i guess like you said i i i having vegas to be uh, a contender again and 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 like you said talking about some of the canadian teams it's just like i can't wait and who knows i i with tampa bay winning this year i mean how often do uh nhl teams back to back when's the last time when, when's the last time that happened uh the penguins did it earlier this dec- uh, last second in the in the te- in the aughts or in the teens, which teens? Yeah. Well, it was that when Crosby was. In they it. won back to back. It was. Um. Um. It was like earlier in the aughts because they won back to back and they almost had a three peat. Oh wow! Uh, but the, but Pittsburgh was just. They were just unstoppable for those three years. So, um, yeah, that's when Crosby was like one of the best, you know, get knocking on that doorstep of uh, some great numbers, right? Like just historic, historic performances, and and the team was built around him and really helped him become like a a true. I don't want to use the word because I, I I don't think Wayne Gretzky should ever be contended with, but. Uh, he was he was he was he was very pivotal, right, for that team and during that time. And they built the team around him, and and that's that's what I can remember from from a distance, from my hockey knowledge. Crosby was the man uh, during that time. It was right, right, probably right around his peak, right? Yeah. So there are eleven teams in the NHL who have never won a Stanley Cup. Out of what do they got? Thirty. Thirty. They'll, they'll have thirty. They have thirty-one. They'll have thirty-two teams. Next year, 2021, 2021 to 2022, they'll have 32 teams. Who are they adding? Where? What market? Uh, Seattle. The Kraken. Oh, cool. Seattle's getting a hockey team before a basketball team. That's very Bad. interesting. No. That, you know what? To be honest with you, a hockey team going there first makes sense to have a basketball team in the same arena. And they, and they, and they, they just redid the whole key arena. The key arena yeah. just got They're, redone. I'm actually – that made me super hopeful. I, I'm glad you it, 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 you enlightened me with that knowledge because I'm like, yeah, Seattle's going to have a team eventually. And, and, and to all our fans out there, Seattle does have a basketball team. They just won the WNBA championship again. <laughs> Seattle Storm. That's that is that is very true. They have a very very good WNBA program up there. Sue Bird, love Sue Bird, loved her in UConn. She was my favorite back in the day. So, so, so to put this in context, ready? Teams. This is, just makes me so upset. What team do you think has the most Stanley Cup champions? Championships. You asking me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Based on what you said, I'm just going to throw out the Canadians. 
Because you you were upset. Twenty four. Because <laughs> you you got upset. It's kind of like the Yankees, or you know, <laughs> you got upset. So I I got triggered. <laughs> and so then it goes Toronto was fourteen. The last cup they won was in sixty seven. So. So just up north Canadian domination. It sounds like, huh? Well, don't forget that with that it was. Um, excuse me. For that it was. Um, Uh, for them, it was there's only six teams. Remember that you gotta remember that. And the Canadians, this is the thing with the Canadians. And you can tell I can't. can't it will always be Canada. It will be hockey, hockey sport in Canada. They had a rule that any Quebec, Providence of Quebec prospect had the Canadians had first right of refusal. Yeah, I kind of heard that about like old NBA. If you were from New England or from the Boston area, the Celtics would get that player automatically. <laughs> so, or or whatever market. I'm just used the Celtics because uh, for whatever reason. But yeah, I guess back in the day, that's what they did, right? They st- how long did that last until like when did that go away? When they started introducing more teams and finally yeah. a normal draft. Basically, the the Canes the, the haven't won a cup since 1993, and they were saying I think that's when the rule went away. It was like the late 80s. So they're just cherry picking people out of Quebec or the province, and just yep. Basically, they had first rights of refusal. Oh well, yeah, that explains a lot. There, they, you could hold that over their head for sure. As a as a Bruins fan, be like ah, you know what. We didn't have that cherry picking rules until 1993. Nonetheless, that seems like a long time. Oh yeah, totally. How many rounds are in the hockey play uh, draft anyway? Uh, I think like seven or eight rounds. Wow, so it's as as deep as the football. Yeah. Uh, 2016, 2017 was when the uh, the Penguins went back to back. Say that again. I'm sorry. So the Penguins went back to back in 2016 and 2017. Oh shit! Super recent. Yeah. So so yeah so they went because the Blackhawks won three in ten, five years and the Blackhawks won three in eight years. That was the last kind of dynasty ish. The Blackhawks were the last true dynasty in hockey. Yeah, I remember when that was happening. Well, Blackhawks I, beat the Celtics and Blackhawks beat the Bruins in thirteen. So and that's when, Kings. yeah, because that was when when did the Bruins eleven? Uh, eleven, yeah. So when Blackhawks, Bruins, Kings, Blackhawks, Kings, Blackhawks, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Washington, Blue, uh, St. Louis, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I remember Washington being a very big deal too, right? For uh, Ovechkin. Ovechkin, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah, that being a huge cup. deal for 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 that happening at that time. Oh, 100%. Anyway, enough hockey talk. Let's move on. I could talk about hockey forever. <laughs> I think you <he> did. <laughs> hey, I had some banter in there. Come on. Not comp- you're good. You're, you're doing um, good. I guess it, it, Seattle Kraken, I'm, they're going to be my team. I don't know. if they're. If they, it, that's when I'll start play, watching hockey is when that, that – that'll be my team. I'll wear their jerseys and their hats, and I'll be like, all right, I'm a hockey guy now for Seattle, oh living in Longmeadow, Massachusetts. <laughs> Hey, whatever, man. <laughs> but uh, 
where do you want to go? You want to dive into a, we did we did some golf, hockey, basketball. Oh, is that the logo? That's the jersey. That's pretty cool. Right? Yeah, this is great, great uh, podcasting here. But it's it's a nice all, black jersey with all the audio, nice, all yeah. The, all the dead, oh, that's a nice picture. And yeah, ing- that looks nice, right? <laughs> I love what you do with your hair today, James. I know, right? It's just the flow is better. <laughs> um, no, well, let's touch base on the NFL, um, which I think is interesting because goddamn the Patriots suck. Um, and don't give me and don't give me the. Oh, they won on Monday night. That was a bullshit win. Like, they should have lost that game. They should have lost to the flipping Jets. Yeah, so I had, like, uh, I do this, like, football pool at work, so I had a lot riding on the Patriots. <laughs> I, I only, I still only came in second, so I guess it wasn't that uh, uh, much riding on it. But uh, <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, I was more interested in winning that, or getting the pool than them actually winning. And I was like, holy shit, I'm watching this game. I had to watch every goddamn minute. I was up until 11.30 at night on the East Coast, and I was super upset. It was good, and, and I'm sitting there, like, watching this, like, comeback happen. It was, what was it? Uh, it was a field goal, and then they called a false start. I was like, the Jets can't even get out of their own way. False well, start on a Trevor kick. Lawrence. You're muted. What'd you say? They want Trevor Lawrence, that's why. <laughs> so they false start, get the ball back, then they get pushed way back again, then they came back. <laughs> it's just like... I'm like, what the f am I watching right now? This is just horrible football. And uh, yeah, I guess the Pats came out on the other end, which is good because if they didn't, my dad would have been all over my ass. He's Jets fan, always has been. So uh, I kind of avoided that. Uh, so that was nice. But actually watching it, I felt like uh, what a complete waste of my Monday night. Like we didn't have our pod. Like you know, we 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 didn't have it on Sunday night. We pushed it to Monday. Then I was like, ah, I think I want to watch this game. What a effing mistake that was. We should have definitely done the pod. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> yeah, so that that was that was pretty awful, but uh you know, Tampa Bay had a, a pretty bad showing as well. Uh to- Tommy Boy, uh, I'm sure New England Radio is all over his ass down there. Pretty bad win. Uh big win for the Saints. That division is still super up for grabs, which is I thought Tampa was kind of running away with it, but well, Tampa, Tampa Bay just needs to have a better record than uh, than uh, um, the Saints because they own both tiebreakers. Yeah, they right. Head to head. Um, and as we kind of projected earlier on, it, the uh, NFC West is still kind of just a lot of wins there, but uh, they're kind of beating each other up a little bit. And Seattle's really kind of like kind of that weird scratch your head team where like, man, their offense is so good, but their defense is the worst. It's awful, you know? So it's like every game is just a super fantasy score, you know, 40 to 30 game. And it's like, all right, I guess it's kind of fun to watch, but I don't know what kind of noise they're going to do in the playoffs when they start playing really good football teams, solid all-around teams. I don't I don't know how that's going to shake out. You know, this high-flying yeah, high, high offense, that's great during the regular season. So uh, Yeah, I don't even know what that's going to look like. Uh, what else we got? Uh, any other surprises? I kind of, I mean, I guess we we did kind of talk about it off the you know off the show last when we were talking about the Steelers a little bit. Uh, I I I uh, 
you know, one of my buddies is a huge Steelers fan. He's always kind of trolling me through text about their record and how good they are. But I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't buy it. You know, I, I watched a couple of their games already. I'm like, yeah, they're they're good. They're they're eight no. Like I'm not arguing that. They've also played the second easiest and will play the second easiest schedule in the NFL. And I'm like, they should be fourteen and two. They should be. Remember when Carolina was fifteen and one, went to the Super Bowl and got shellacked? Well, that's the Steelers to me. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, they played Dallas, which was a joke. So, <laughs> Which Dallas was winning most of the game. Ben gets hurt, and now he has COVID. Did you did you hear about this today? Like, he got yeah. hurt in the game, hurt his knee, left in halftime. Rudolph came in for, like, a series or whatever. Didn't do much of anything. Um, Then came back out, got him a touchdown or whatever, and then, uh, you know, plays the second half. And then suspiciously, now he has COVID. Like, are we sure it's not like a major knee injury and rather put him on the COVID list than the IR? I mean, because they have too many guys. I don't know how it all works, but I'm like, something sneaky's happening out there and somebody should check in on that. I, I could care less because it's, it's Pittsburgh Steelers, but <laughs> I just think that it's kind of fishy that Ben Roethlisberger somehow has COVID after getting a knee injury in the game. Yeah, that is that is that is suspicious. Yeah, yeah, because you have designated slots, I think, for every team to put somebody in that slot so you don't have to put them on IR, and, and then they have to sit out for X amount of games or whatever. Well, I think if you're on that COVID list, you still, you're still subject to ridiculous – not ridiculous, I don't mean it like that, but stringent rules. Yeah, well, Matt Stafford, like, a week ago was like, yeah, he has COVID, and then, like, played that Sunday, like, earlier in the week, like Monday. He just passed two tests, and they were like, oh – it was a false negative or false positive or whatever. So he got to play. So I, this could be the same thing. I mean, Rudolph is 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 trying to, uh, you know, he's going to be the starter against, but they're playing like Cincinnati, which I was like, I don't know. Cincinnati is good. I was man. like, yeah, don't, don't sleep on that team, especially with your backup quarterback that, I mean, is not, he was five and three last year. I mean, I'm not going to say, but he ain't, he ain't Ben Roethlisberger and, uh, you know, you really need your steep defense to step up, but Joey Joey uh Joey Burrow over there is gonna sling it. So and T. Higgins is, oh, yeah. is becoming a an all pro receiver out there, you know. So and if Mixon comes back after injury and you just feed him the ball, I mean, I don't know. You might you might see something kind of shaking up out there. If you were a betting guy, uh I would definitely bet uh you know, whatever the spread is on the on the uh on Cincinnati, you know, to cover. Oh, hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, that's gonna be a good game. That's why, like I said, I was curious that like the Patriots weren't flexed out of the spot the Sunday night game against the Ravens. So, well, I it's the get right game. If they can, which they won't <laughs> after the product. Gonna, after the product this, I just saw, I'm like, I'm trying to talk time, myself into this win here to write the season. But the Ravens are gonna, the Ravens could come in there and just put up a fifty burger, and it's gonna be like, oh, oh my time, god. This has San Francisco written all over it again. All oh, over it. Oh, man. Again. Yeah, I'm not – I, I, yeah. And, and guess what? Prime time. I, I guess they want to keep it there to see the demise. Just see the fall. Let's let's show the world. Let the yeah, Ravens – These might be the last Sunday night games we get for a long time. Yeah, at what point – like you just said, you know, the Jets are going to play for Lawrence or whatever, right? But at what point are the Patriots going to be like, all right, this ain't it. Let's punt on the season. I talked about it last pod. I was like, are you sure you don't want to get a 
maybe a couple better drafts because Bill, you can trade him and get like four third rounders. It'd be fucking awesome, right? That's all he wants because <laughs> you know he's great. I can do a no, whole episode. He's not a great Bill. drafter. He doesn't know what the hell is going on. Who the hell scouts well, that, for our team? His sons, right? <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Like I said, I would not, I would not be surprised if this game against uh, freaking Lamar. I mean, I have him as my fantasy team, so let's go. Just beat him in submission. It's literally like to the point where I'm a Patriots fan, and I'm like, I watched eight seconds of the game on Monday night, and I was like, oh, they're down at ten points at half. All right, I'm not gonna watch that anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I said, like, luckily, you, I mean, luckily, I'm down by 10. I literally woke up in the middle of the night because Harrison <laughs> woke up and I sat there being like, let me see what how, is going on. Let me see what the final score. Did they lose by 10? And I'm like, oh, no, they won. Ooh. Yeah, I, I watched every bloody minute. And guess what? Uh, I want it all back. <laughs> I, I, the only I, saving much... grace is those white jerseys are awesome. Yeah, I'd much rather have slept. Yeah, just Jacoby Myers is our like all pro receiver. I mean, who would have thought? Like this he's our best offensive player. It's it's unbelievable. Cam was very impressive in a sense that he was completing passes left and right, but they were just like I don't know. They were kind of all spread out, a lot of dink and dunks, but uh he was getting some balls downfield and stuff like that. It's just I feel like we're not showcasing him. Something must be wrong. He's not running the ball as much. All these, like, if you were watching way, way the Jets were just, you know, with Greg Williams, they were sending the house as, as often as possible to stop the run, to stop and bottle up Cam to make him throw. And that's why he was getting completion after completion after completion, right over the middle, right out of the, you know, out in the slot. I mean, it, a lot of dink and dunks. I mean, he wasn't throwing for, I think it was like 226 yards, but he had like, 20 completions so it's it wasn't it wasn't super impressive but at the same time every time they did this run pass action or whatever and he was trying to read he just completely got uh james white blown up who got fumbled and i'm sitting there yelling at the tv cam Newton, why the hell i thought you were this run pass option guru where you would kept the ball and ran for 30 yards you can't do that you're giving the ball to james white getting blown up, fumbling the ball. We look like a bunch of assholes. Sorry. The Patriots look like a bunch of assholes out there. And it's like, I'm not used to this. I'm just not used to carelessness of the football, not reading a blitz. It's just like, holy cow. And and Cam's a smart guy, hard worker, very athletic. Something's up. Like something's up. Like he's, he's, he's unhappy now or doesn't he's preserving himself so that he can go to free agency and go to another team. Like he's kind of like, I'm, I'm checking out. I think there was a conversation probably a couple weeks ago to say, you're not the guy. We're not going to sign you. Oh yeah. I, I and now he's like, fine. I'm not going to put my body into harm's way. And he's not. And it's like, this then sucks. If that's the case, then you got to throw Stenham out there and see what yes. you got. You, you, you can't, you cannot like, and this is my one, this will always be my one takeaway from Bill. is he doesn't like young talent. Like, you eventually ha- don't be butthurt that you Jimmy Grapple gone. That was fucking four years ago. You got if you don't think Stidham's the guy, then put Horror out there and just get a better draft position. Yeah, but you don't even know what you have with Stidham because he's played a whopping eight snaps this year. Like, you know, and to be honest with you, uh, I don't know if the 49ers love Garoppolo either, and they're paying him a ton of money. Uh, I think there was some, you know 
breath of like, uh, is Garoppolo going to be available? Like, can you imagine him coming back? Like, if he gets no, not for that amount of money. Don, you won't let him come back unless he's getting paid. And Belichick's not going to pay him thirty million dollars. Like, because he's well, he fucking ain't worth it. He's his stats are not. That's why San Francisco is kind of like we're gonna cut our losses because it's like. So, but 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 you can spin it as he's played some Belichick. Like, he has two Super Bowl rings as a backup, so you're gonna have your champion. He he did go also to a, brought another team to a Super Bowl. Yeah, and then by per crappy play calling, they lost. But he had the lead in the Super Bowl, and just they didn't know what to do. Kyle Shanahan saw they had the lead and freaked out. Atlanta, Atlanta um, flashbacks. Yeah, basically, you know. So you know, he's beaten good defenses and he's won big games. You know, so and he's gonna push that. Being like, he's young, he's entering his prime. You know, he's played for two franchises, which he's gone through. But like, he, but he's, he's supposed gonna, to he's be in the to, he's supposed to be in the best offense for him to just produce juggernaut numbers in the best and last year NFC did. conference to put up some juggernaut numbers. And for whatever reason, he did. And well, you're right. And then, well, and there, he's getting injured. Like, I don't know how many, help. how it many, yeah, how many games did he play last year? 10? No, he played the whole season, I thought. Last year? What was it? The year before that he was kind of out? Last for, year, he, last year, he blew out his ACL like week two or three or something like that. Oh, so the year before when they went to the Super Bowl, he played the whole season? Yeah, last year, yeah. Oh. That was last year. That, that so was the year before he blew out his knee? Or was it this yeah. year? No, he blew up the knee in 2019. 2019, okay. So he missed he missed the whole 2018-2019 season. He played the 2019 season with the Super Bowl in 2020. Got it. Yeah, because, and th- like you said, I think there was one pass. You're probably two feet away, right? That that long pass, that if he would have connected there, that game was over at that point. Or if he just run the ball. <laughs> Which they did all playoffs all season long to win – Countless and then, games. And then, Kansas City, and then Kansas City stacked the box, and they were like, well, we can't run anymore, so we're just going to start whipping it every. It's like, no, guys, just don't run it down the throat. Like, <laughs> but anywho. Yeah. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up another fantastic episode of It Is Go Time. But with that in mind, we want to tell you guys to check out our wonderful corporate sponsor, which is... Deadly Grounds Coffee! Halloween might be over, but that doesn't mean you still can't get some deadly coffee action that come your way. The holidays are right around the corner. So with that, why don't you scare up some good time and give your loved ones Ooh. a pound of deadly grounds coffee. Ooh. Oh yeah. I know what so I'm I know what out. I'm getting, James. Ooh, nice. Um, so check them out, getdeadly.com. Uh, they just celebrated their tenth year as a small business. So get Definitely check them out and support them. I hope you guys use that coupon code that oh, we yeah. gave last week. Uh, it has yet has has since expired, but definitely check it out. Any order over fifty dollars gets free shipping. And like I said, the holidays are right around the corner. If you haven't noticed yet, if you're still living in in your house, um, check that out. Getdeadly.com for all your coffee needs, and also go to thedorkening.com for all your podcast needs. Where we have seven over seventeen shows that are updated on a regular nice. basis. So check them out. <coughs> so, okay, where can they find us? You can find us at on Instagram at it's go time podcast <coughs> and our Gmail it's go time pod at gmail.com. Also on Facebook, 
and like us and follow us on It's Go Time with Jane James. Just post in the little search bar, but also follow thedorkening.com, like I said, for all your podcast needs. With that, everybody, have a wonderful, safe, and great rest of the week, and we'll see you next week, guys. Later.